You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the ninth and final episode of the 2023 Dragon Con Report. Dragon Con, in case you didn't know, you're hearing it here maybe first. Dragon Con is over. Uh, yes, and uh, but a lot of us are still recovering. I'm your host, Mike Gordon. I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew. They are worn and weary, starting with Jen, of course. Hello. Hello, Jen. I'm so sorry you are <laughs> in the condition that you're in still from Dragon Well, I mean, at least the COVID part's gone. Yes. It's just, uh, yes. It I'm left me very pleased. It left that. me weak to catch other things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and speaking of folks and hosts, co-hosts that got COVID, uh, Channing <laughs> is also here with us. Uh, yes. I I you know Channing, I didn't get to see you this weekend, uh, the, that past weekend, and I and you know what, I'm now that I know that you got COVID, I'm not really bummed about it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no offense taken on that one. Um, Oddly enough, judging by the time frame, I probably caught it on the drive back from oh, Dragon Con. Yeah, mine was at the, mine was towards the the latter days. Judging by the time frame, yeah. it might have even been the day after Con. Right. So. Well, I, I yeah, I did see I did see Jen. Uh, I think it was was that Friday? Uh, I saw you twice. Uh, yeah, right. Friday, right. and then I came to your panel. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. So, um, and, uh, and the, I mean, I guess that's a, that's, we can, you know, well, we're going to start with some news and notes in a minute, but I, yeah, I got to get some business out of the way. Uh, starting, of course, with uh, letting everybody know that Director Faber is working his magic behind the scenes, as you've already seen some comments and everything. Hello, so Director Faber. appreciate you. Um, and we are a proud member of the ESO Network. We have a T Public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast. There's a link for that in this episode's show notes and at the top of the ESO Network page. The ESO Network also has a patron page. Thank you, guys. Thank you, patrons, for your support. We really, really, really do appreciate you. To all our viewers on Facebook or on YouTube that are watching us right now, howdy! And uh, this is the video version of the show, of course, the streaming video. The audio version of our show is still available via all the usual places. And that is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, etc., etc. In addition, you can always access past episodes. This is our last episode of the year, so if you are really craving Dragon Con content or to see or hear uh, us, then uh, you can always access past episodes at dragonconreport.com. And however you access our show, please like and share, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. We really, really, really do appreciate it. Um, We're not in the Dragon Con app, 
So you can't give us five stars there, but you can certainly give us reviews and five stars in uh, however you're accessing us. So we really do appreciate that. And if you would like to leave direct feedback or comment on the show, contact us directly. Email us at feedback at dragonconreport.com. Uh, you can also reach out to us. We're on all the, well, I say all the social medias, but there's so many now to choose from. Uh, and so we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for sure. Actually, scratch that. We're not going to be on X anymore, if that's what that's called. So Facebook and Instagram, and uh, some of us can be found other ways, other places as well. Uh, you so mean we're, we're, on- we're not going to pay that fee for X? Uh, no. <laughs> we we save all our money for DragonCon, Channing. Right. <laughs> um and certainly last but not least the dragon con report this podcast this show is an unofficial podcast of the of the con we are not and never have been officially connected with dragon con uh for all the official news we strongly recommend checking out the official site and the various social media outlets that they have as well so all right so we're going to get started with some some overall news um first off uh like i said dragon con 2023 is over uh <laughs> and uh, uh well you'll have to tune in uh so keep keep posted and uh i don't know if you, you can get the drinks ready or not uh we might be doing the <laughs> drinking game no just kidding uh, no no guests no guests but we will be talking about maybe potential guests or celebrity encounters that we had at 2023 so hope that'll that'll give you that um scratch that itch Uh, the plan yeah scratch that itch thank you thank you exactly thank you um so uh the official uh news reports say uh the official release was that uh dragon con attracted seventy thousand fans for five days of pop culture celebration now uh that is an estimate of course and that's the official number um we don't know exactly what that entailed if that includes paid people if that includes volunteers if that includes one day memberships, whatever, you know, we don't know, but there were, uh, you know, according to official notes, there were 70,000 people there. And Rachel did say at the closing ceremony that they uh, aim to keep it around that same number going forward. Yeah. For, yes. At yes. least for a few years. Which I they, think is good. Yes. They yeah. were, Most people they were I very, talk to. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. They were uh, initially estimating that at 65, but it reached out 70. Sold out all five days, they said. So I don't, mm-hmm. I do know that one day passes were unavailable after a while. So they did put a cap on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they ever put a cap on the five day, though. So I think that uh, those were still available. Um, also, yeah. they raised more than $200,000 for Cure Childhood Cancer, which was the official uh, charity of the convention. So that's always awesome. Uh, that surpasses the uh, 2000. Uh, that that surpasses the the final total that they raised last year for Open Hand Atlanta. So uh, awesome to hear that they're doing some good that way. Um, and uh, DragonCon will return. Good news, everybody! DragonCon <laughs> will return next year, 2024, <laughs> August 29th through September 2nd are the dates. And memberships are already available online, five-day memberships, no one days yet, but five-day memberships are already online. As of today, they are $115. They were $100 leading up to yesterday, at the end of business Mm -hmm. yesterday, I believe. Um, But now they are $115. That is still, in my opinion, a bargain, Uh, especially when you realize that probably around August next year, they will be about $175. Correct. More, right. So yeah. they will go up uh, incrementally over the next few months. 
So, ooh, nice. Yeah. Very cool, Sarah. Like I, we got the news from Sarah that the uh, theater track is on the short list for potential tracks. Great. Uh, Thanks for that good. update. We really do appreciate that. And congratulations to them. They they um they partnered with some other tracks and they had some really good programming this year. Um yes. I only got and some to, good photo shoots. Yes. Oh yeah, the photo shoot was great. So yeah, congratulations on all your hard work over there, Sarah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um again, memberships are non refundable and non transferable. So even if you buy them today, heck, you're only out $115. I mean, I don't hate to put it that way, but 115 like I said, I think that's a bargain. No, divide for... it by five days. Exactly. Right. exactly. Well, and hey, let's let's be honest, not just five days. Yeah. Right? Like six. I mean six for me. When, six for me. <laughs> Wednesday <laughs> Right. Wednesday this year was jumping. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't there on Wednesday, uh, but the pictures I, I saw and everything. Uh, party harder on Wednesday than I did any other night of con. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized I did that last year too. So I I think like that's just my goal going forward. Is just is like I I go nuts go Wednesday night, and then the rest of the mm-hmm. con I'm like two to three drinks max. I go to bed at a normal time. I get all the work done I need to, and do my responsibilities because I work at con. Uh, yes, yeah, and uh, and organize a bunch of stuff. So, but yeah, you have to be a little responsible. Yeah, everyone. Everyone who was there on Wednesday night, like there was just mini parties everywhere and uh, hanging out with the, getting to hang out with the the con DJ group cult uh, was a lot of fun. Getting to meet all them in person was super fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had a lot of Dragon Con report viewers come up uh, to the party as well. So that was very cool. We had throughout the entire weekend. Uh, I had uh, Dragon Counter Port listeners and viewers come up to yeah. me more so, I think, than any Same. other year. And uh, I, I kept getting, I you're the girl. To... Like, what girl. What girl? <laughs> the girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get that. So uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I, uh, no, I cannot. And it, and it, and it warmed my heart every yeah. time. Uh, yeah. I, I got to say, like the fact that people are watching us, I mean, I know the numbers I see people are watching us right now, you know, interacting right. with us and everything, but it's just so awesome to meet them in person, uh, meet our viewers and listeners. And some of them had some really good ideas for mm-hmm. things we can do moving forward. So we always appreciate that. Um, exactly. So yes, please. If you're ever at a convention or, or an event that we're at, come up to us, say, don't be shy. Uh, some people were actually like said like they were like nervous uh, to to meet me or to uh, you know they like oh I see I've seen you a couple of years but I just this year I decided like I'm like just I'm I won't like I won't bite. Hey, so, we're, we know. are all con attendees first and Absolutely. foremost, yeah. and right we do the show because we love the con. Uh, yeah. Yes, and we want to see it be a better show for everybody else, and want want to prepare all the viewers yeah. and let you know what to expect and. So we are. Yeah. And I, and I really love like. hearing everybody's story about how they discovered Dragon Con or what Dragon right. Con means to them. I always really appreciate that because it's a, a lot of people find it in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a different experience. Mm-hmm. It's like we all come to the same place, but it's very everybody has a different experience. It's a choose con. your own adventure con. It really <laughs> is. It, yeah, Absolutely. That's what it makes is. it great. Yep. And for me, it was just weird because um, I finished a panel that I was on and there was a line for everybody wanting to ask questions to the panelists. And one woman comes up to me and said, 
you're Channing. I know you're from the Dragon Con report. I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow. And I wanted to ask her if I caused her any liver damage, but, you know, I figured, you know, we'd end it on a good note. But, yeah, that that one was, that one was weird. Yeah yeah. 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 You better be careful with those people with those cease and desist, Channing. <laughs> well, and I had so many people come up and say, you know, that they, they downloaded the party list from the party group and it really Imagine. helped them find a yes. bunch of things that they either didn't know about because, you know, they're unofficial group meetups or something. So they're not on the app or it just helped them right. narrow down what they were trying to find in the app. And a lot of people who used it were first time attendees this year. Uh, mm. So hearing that, you know, it helped them. Uh, oh, I'm going blank. Uh, help. Can I'm sure it, it helped them plan as much as you can. Yeah, plan for customize. Dragon. It helped them customize, customize. their con experience. There, there you go. go. That mm -hmm. was the word I was looking for. Like no, the work you do in that group is awesome. And, yeah, uh, it's above and beyond what you're doing here. So, uh, really appreciate that. And you guys all. I mean, we, we all were busy. Mm -hmm. uh, right. It's so weird that we don't get to see each other. Channing, I don't even know if I've ever met you in person. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think so. I don't think I've met you in person so, no. either. So so we'll have no. to definitely make that a a very yes. like we'll have to make a concentrated effort next. Well, year. next year we yes. should do we should do the host photo, like we've done in the yeah, past. Yeah, I like that. We've we've met I like that. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I have met Mike. <laughs> I don't I don't know so, if he's bragging about that or if he's just you know unfortunately I have I can't tell uh, I kept so, I kept looking uh, for Channing outside at the Hilton at the big group photo shoots but never never found him so yeah this year was different and we can I'm sure I'll, we'll discuss it when we go over our individual ones but I was busier than usual even for me mm. this year so yeah, I didn't see too many people. Um, I'll have to tweak that some next year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll, uh, you know, I mean, it's <laughs> like I said, it, we run the risk, you know, 70,000 people and you guys were not the only two people that I knew and talked to that uh, had uh, that got COVID, unfortunately. Uh, well, so, um, uh, yeah. out of, my, out of uh, my group of seven, four got it. Wow. And then if um, I count... Uh, like, let's go to the party group moderators. Another one in that group. Well, he got it his second day there. So Ooh. I was on I was on three panels on Monday. And out of two of the panels that the last two panels that I did, two of those people that were on those panels ended up getting co having co testing positive for yeah. COVID. After and I, so think it's, I really feel like I dodged yeah, the bullet. I, I wasn't you even did. like I was not living recklessly or anything, you know, uh, was not sharing drinks with a bunch of people or, you know, drinking from strangers. Jen does right. not share her drink. Um, no, I did share a pie. I did share a pie, but we had um, the little mini shot glasses, you know, that you could pass out gotcha. shot glasses yep. so nobody was drinking from the bottle. And... Did, didn't try the spray? Uh, uh, no. The pie Dave, spray? Dave, no. Dave had the spray at the uh, Thursday con crawl. Dave had the spray. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I had plenty of sprays. I just didn't do the spray myself <laughs> and plenty of, you know, people I, I took shots from, uh, you know, they mm -hmm. gave you sealed shots. Yeah. I've seen those. Gotcha. Like pudding shots and yeah. stuff like that. So, but again, yeah. I try to only, when I'm drinking homemade, I try to only accept that from somebody I know, uh, yes, because, absolutely. you know, I have, yeah. I have some food allergies, so I have to be, I can't accidentally have pineapple or something. And, Ooh, yeah. Uh, 
So, and, and I wasn't in a lot of really crowded situations except in the skywalks. Skywalks were yeah. pretty busy most of the time. Um, I, I have to, before we move on to some other news, I have to ask you though, um, like I said, 70,000 people, like I said, most, there were so many people there, I'm going on Tuesday, but on Wednesday, I, I have to think with so many people not being there on Monday, if I wonder if a lot of people come and like, if Wednesday is the replacement for Monday, if they're just leaving on you know, Monday very morning. Good, I know a ton of people who leave on Monday okay. and I even saw quite a few people leave on Sunday evening. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm yeah. wondering if they go, if they stay, if they start Wednesday and their con ends like Sunday night or Monday Wait, morning. Not, right. not everybody then, can get leaves... Labor Day off from work, you know, and not everybody true. maybe wants to, the people leaving Sunday can't blame them for not wanting mm-hmm. to fly or travel on a holiday. Right. You know, that's yeah. why we Monday's stay to the always following. been my travel yeah. day. That's why we always stay to the yeah. following Wednesday because we mm-hmm. don't want to travel on Labor Day. We don't want to deal with the leftovers that are traveling on Tuesday. And then when, Wednesday hits at the end of the week, but then it's back to normal travel. And of course I'm worn out from con and I have to get to the Atlanta airport <laughs> by seven o'clock in the morning. Oh, and that's a whole nother adventure. Yeah, which means I got to get to Marta by six <laughs> <laughs> ten. Um, all right. So uh, some more little news items, uh, even though the con is over, you can still experience Dragon Con, uh, because the uh, streaming membership is available, uh, and uh, a lot of programming, main event programming, other programming has been uploaded to DCTV, so you can subscribe to that. Uh, we'll have a, a link for that in our show notes as well, but you can go to Dragon Con TV or, or Dragon Con's Facebook page, whatever, and, see, and get the link. Um, it's only $10 for a year. Uh, of access. And that's not just access to 2023 content. That's access to their entire library. I mean, that's, I know that, you know, lots been made of streaming services or whatever, and they're going up and, and some of the libraries are changing or whatever. This is, as far as I know, DCTV hasn't changed any of their like access. And it's only $10, not a month, but for a year. Yeah. So, I mean, anytime you get that urge or that, that itch, so to speak, that you want to scratch for Dragon Con, you can pull up Dragon Con TV at any time uh, for just $10. Well, plus, they, they've just now yeah. started adding the content from this year, you know, yes. because everyone needs a break after Con, uh, especially yeah. the editors and people who work at DCTV. So there's, there's going to be a lot of new content hitting the yeah. app over the next few months. That's yeah. And we talk about how... And we talk about how at Dragon Con, you can't do everything. It's a good way to catch up on some things that you may have missed. Yeah, like I'm not standing in yeah. line for a panel for three hours. So I watch exactly. the panels uh, on, on the app later. And exactly. the parade. It's the best, almost one of the best ways to watch the parade. So yeah, right. uh, the parade is always available too. The masquerade, uh, the main big, huge costume masquerade contest that they which have. Which I got to run on stage there. during this year, which was crazy. <laughs> 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 awesome. Um, all right. And uh, certainly what everybody wants to know about as far as going into next year is hotel information. Now, oh boy. we don't claim to be hotel experts, but the hotels, uh, let's see, there are two legacy hotels. Well, three actually 
uh, maybe two and a half, uh, with what happened with the uh, Cortland Grand, but we'll get to that in a minute. But the Hyatt and the Hilton are legacy hotels for sure. And they're pretty much locked up. Um, I don't, you know, you can, you can try, but. Okay, let's put it expression. this way. They, they do they, they, open up a few new legacy rooms each year. Mm-hmm. When they yes. do, it will be announced on Dragon Con's social media. Yes. And those rooms will go super quick. Because so, yeah. <laughs> everyone yeah. wants a legacy. Everyone yeah. wants a legacy. So, yes. Uh, the two hotels that are not legacy, uh, Marriott being one of them, uh, they mm-hmm. go up on Wednesday, oh, yeah. October 4th yep. at 10 a.m. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the a good wet- rule of thumb is to start hitting refresh on when you're signed in uh, yes. 10 to 5 minutes before because they are known to open it up early. Don't wait till Absolutely. right at 10. <laughs> yeah, yes. absolutely. And and call early too. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if you get through, then you know, if you talk to someone really nice and sweet talk up, you can get on hold. And, yep. and so when they right when they become available, bam, you've got them. Yeah. Uh, same nice. applies for the West. Yeah. October twenty mm-hmm. fourth. That is uh, was when those rooms become available, and that's at ten a.m. as well. Basically, you should try the uh, website and the phone at the same time. Yes. Right. And uh, even multiple computers, if you uh, can do that. Um, right. And it is uh, it is tricky, but it is possible. Uh, mm-hmm. I have managed to get a room at the Westin for the last few years this way. It is difficult, mm-hmm. and it, you have to be patient. Although, and just keep in mind, when you sign in or call, if they tell you it's sold out right then, wait five minutes. Wait ten minutes. Yes, they release that. rooms yes. in waves to yes, do not absolutely. overload uh, the booking yeah. center. And and sometimes yeah. people's uh, purchases don't go through right away, yeah. and they release mm-hmm. re-release them. Um, so uh, so again, Marriott is Wednesday, October fourth, and the Westin is I'm not sure what day of the week. I 20th, think it's Wednesday as well. Yeah, is I can't remember. October twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah, Westin. Sorry, Westin is October twenty fourth, and the Marriott is October fourth. So there, mm-hmm. Marriott's coming up first. Uh, if you don't can't get a room now, they will go fast. Like within a half an hour, uh, no, right, that, tops. Again, that's why I say the waves. Because I did I sure. did Weston for eight years. And me and other people were able to get Weston rooms four hours after it opened. Whew. Because wow. it goes in waves. <laughs> sure. Now, it's not a lot of rooms that get released no. in those later waves. But as Mike said, some people's charges don't go through for their deposits. Um and they also just don't release everything at once. So don't mm-hmm. get frustrated in the first hour. It doesn't mean you can't keep trying. Yeah, absolutely. And right. and I definitely recommend on Facebook checking out with the uh, Dragon Con Rooms group because they will let you know if, the, if you're experiencing something odd. They'll let you know if you're alone or not alone, if something else is happening. And there are multiple uh, and- rooms groups. To be to be a member of and follow along with people's updates. Yes, yes yeah. absolutely. Yeah, there are several uh, okay. social media channels you can follow. Absolutely. So that is uh, so that's the deal on four out of the five of the host hotels. Um, before we get into the Cortland Grand, I want to do want to mention that the non-host hotel, the Ritz, when uh, put up their Dragon Con rooms uh, this week, and yesterday. that. Yesterday, that's yesterday, right. yeah. What? <laughs> How? Uh, wow, it's already Tuesday. Um, <laughs> and uh, that was kind of bumpy, uh, from what I understand from people. I do know some people who got rooms, but I also know some people who did not. Get I rooms. know people I, who I yeah, it, stayed there every year, 
and had no idea mm-hmm. that it was opening yesterday. So yeah, right. It was a, well, and I think and they I were think, another one. They opened like an hour before yes, they they, scheduled they opened open. up yes. an hour earlier. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So so that was a mess. Uh, so, so unfortunately, apparently, yeah, but, apparently there's just something going on with the hotels this year. Yeah. Well, speaking of messes, uh, <laughs> Jen, I'm going to let you handle this one since uh, you are a formerly known as Sheraton legacy. I'm a corgi. Uh, holder. I'm a corgi now. <laughs> now you're a a Cortland Grand cor- corgi. Corgi, like calling? the dog. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Yes. Yeah. The Grand Corgi. Yes, the yeah. Grand okay. Um, that, that works. That's the, that's the um, nickname so, for people. In. So let us know about your experience. With okay. That. So um, uh, most people who stay at the Corgi, Grand Cortland, which used to be the Sheridan, uh, we've been staying there for years, either because uh, we don't mind paying the full price up front. It's a little bit quieter. Uh easier people say it's far away from staying at the west end to me it's so much closer because i can just pop right down to the food court or i can pop right down to the hilton but the way it's been handled in the past is that when you stayed there uh either on monday or tuesday after con you would receive an email with a private booking link so that you could rebook your room for the following year and then you paid for the whole thing up front well Sheridan got bought out and taken over by the Wyndham Group. That's why it now has a new name. And although there were some staff that were there that previously worked at the Sheridan, it was none of the uh, counter staff, the check-in staff. And basically no one knew what was happening. No one could tell us, where are we going to receive an email? Definitely. Were they going to continue to let people who stayed there before? And then the messaging started changing every day because when you have a room and you or at a hotel that you want to stay at every year, you want to know what the policy is so that you are prepared. Mm-hmm. And many people, especially ca- when you know there's been a change in yeah, ownership, and many people, so many people were asking at the front desk every single day, and so. First, people got told that, yes, we would be receiving an email. We would receive it Monday morning. And yes, they would stick with the same legacy program. Then it was somebody at the front desk told the other <laughs> staff members that we would receive a mail, a mail from DragonCon themselves, which, how does DragonCon know who's staying at the hotel? That seems like a breach of privacy for a hotel to turn over their list of guests to an outside company. For them to be able to book. Now, to be fair, I do know other conventions that send out booking emails, like PAX. PAX gets a partnership with the hotels that have their discount, and you're you're given a particular link through PAX direct emails to book those hotels. But you're still being sent uh, to a passkey type site. But DragonCon doesn't do that. DragonCon has never done that. Uh, I don't, and I don't know any other con besides PAX that does that. So, yeah, there, there was that. Then, then uh, Monday comes, we don't get an email. Well, then it's told, oh, no one's in the office because it's Labor Day. You'll get the email tomorrow, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Then, as we're all checking out, those of us who stayed till Tuesday, as we're checking out, there's people at the front desk saying, we've been told you'll be sent an email, but just in case not, take this number down. And they're having people copy a post-it note with a phone number that is that for you to call. I hate calling people to book. So I was like, I don't need your number. Um, 
as I all have heard five different stories, so I'm not going to believe this one either. But I'm still in it, you know, after we check out, I'm still in Atlanta for another night. And I spend a lot of time online uh, in Facebook and in the discords. And I just happen to be online two hours later when all of a sudden everyone is freaking out because the hotel has just randomly posted their booking link online, publicly, without telling anybody. And somebody sees it in the Discord. So then it gets posted in the Discord. Then it gets posted in uh, uh, the the various rooms groups. And everybody starts scrambling. So yeah. I'm immediately booking. And I'm messaging everyone I know who stays at the Sheridan. You need a book. You need a book. And uh, so, yeah, I got my room. Uh, <laughs> and I was able to, Brandon, who's in the, in the comments and in the party group with me, I was able to help him navigate an issue he was having uh so he could get his rooms uh my friend in new brothels who i know stays there every year i messaged her and uh so like everyone i knew was like i know you're not online right now here's the link and you're gonna see that it's sold out but change this change this change this and then you'll you know get the rooms but yeah it was gone in like 45 minutes hmm. and you could keep changing a few settings and you'd randomly have like a king pop up or the presidential suite, which, you know, the presidential suite's like $2,600, uh, yeah. which, hey, you get a suite, you could split that up, but still, uh, yeah, it's doing, and, and, uh, they are not responding. The hotel's just not responding to anyone who's like, hello, you said this. Um, right. and, uh, they're passing the buck. They're, 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 they are still telling people. Who have messaged that DragonCon is going to send them an email with the oh, booking yes. link, mm -mm. even though when people are like, uh, yeah. "No, the booking link already went live. You're already sold out." Now, yeah, they, the they seem to have been the hotel with the most issues this year. Uh, yeah, they had um, they some of their staff not happy that con attendees were there, um, and very much did not want anyone to walk into the main lobby area of the hotel, like back towards the pool, even though that's how you get to the North tower to get to your rooms. Like there are rooms everywhere. They were arguing with people who said that they were staying at the hotel if they were in costume. Cause they were like, no, the party's this way. And it's like, I'm going to my room, but the party's this way, but my room is that way. Here is my key, you know, <laughs> or they have a pool. They have parties at the pool. They do. At con. And you're stopping yeah. people from going that way. It was just, uh, yeah. Yeah. I got my room. But hopefully, even though they're ignoring everyone who is, you know, telling them what the experience was like this year, hopefully they learned yeah. from it and, you know, go back to it. I don't need them to go to proper legacy. Like, yes, legacy is cool. It's great to know you have a room every year, but I, I think it's. You can't have every host hotel be legacy because then new people don't get to experience a host hotel. Correct. But, you know, having the loyalty program where we get first crack at it, but you still have mm. other rooms in the block, like, go back to that. You know, mm. or they're not even charging the whole thing up front anymore, which, you know what that means? People who got that link booked that room and don't care about staying there. They're using it as a backup. So, hey, folks, when the Westin and the Marriott go up and sell out, 
a bunch of Cortland rooms are going to be open again because people are going to book the hotel they actually want. Mm. Which is probably going to be, there's probably going to be a good amount of rooms that opened up because they didn't even charge a deposit at all. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No deposit. Not even a one night. They said we don't have to pay till check-in. Well, no, the email says we don't pay till check-in, but then some people who, some people who called on the phone, they told them one Mm -hmm. night would be taken out in a few months. So we don't know. That is just mm. ridiculous. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they'll do kind of like a Hilton pivot. I remember maybe about four years ago, Hilton was just a hotel where everybody had a bad experience. Um, they didn't really seem to be welcoming to people and it started getting back around and they did a complete 180. That's when they started doing their, their different themes at the hotel for Dragon Con. So hopefully somebody at the Corgi will make some adjustments. Yeah, I would imagine that, look, if you're, if you've got to deal with DragonCon and you're going to be a quote unquote host hotel, uh, you like DragonCon needs to sit you down and go, this is what we expect from you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and yeah, uh, someone in the comments said that uh, the staff actively called people freak, a freak show. So it's like, that's, that's not, that's not host hotel behavior. No, Um, nobody wants that. Um, so also, how did I, the, the new owners like, no, no, right. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, look, I mean, if somebody you're, there had to be an Atlanta native, you know? I, I, yeah. I mean, as we've talked about before, Dragon Con is so unique. I mm-hmm. wouldn't expect anybody who, who, who didn't know to know, understand, you know, like what it is. Um, and that's why, you know. And, and may, you know, I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I don't know if DragonCon did reach out. I don't know what, you know, what it's like with the uh, people behind the scenes at Cortland Grand. Or All whatever, we know is this is not DragonCon's fault. That's what makes it. We do know yeah. that this is Yeah, we know that much. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And, and yes. And, and hopefully DragonCon can, can put some pressure on them to fix these, some of the mistakes, you know, like if, if you do have, if you did have a legacy, at the Sheridan, I think mm-hmm. you should really still fight to get that honored. Uh, well, they're not responding. I don't know what you... they're not responding. <laughs> so, well, you know, even those who still got a room have written in to complain mm-hmm. about the process. They're not responding. Yeah. Oh, geez. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you're getting yeah. we're getting generic. Thank you for contacting the Corland Grand Hotel. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm, I'm I would hope that somebody would would you know make sure that they do respond and that it is taken care of because nobody wants to treat their attendees this way nobody you know yeah no. um and uh, yeah, you know, i don't want to go to another hotel i like this yeah. hotel yes it's old I, yes some of the rooms are dingy yes there's plumbing <laughs> problems in some places yes it's absolutely freezing throughout the whole lobby area no matter the time <laughs> of day i i don't care it's only like 16 <laughs> floors. I don't have to fight right. for an elevator. I have food trucks. I have my Greek food mm-hmm. truck. And I, I, yeah. I don't, I rarely make it over to the Sheridan. Uh, I, I barely make it over there. And uh, this year was the first time I think I'd been to the Sheridan for Dragon Con in a long time. And the only wow. reason I did that was because uh, when I picked up my guest badge at the Marriott, they were out of programs. So they said, you have to go to, if you want to program, you have to go to the Sheridan where registration is. They have a bunch of them there. So 
I, uh, I, I, so I, I did that and, uh, I went over there and I was amazed. I had, I mean, all of the food trucks and everything that the vendors that are out there, it's, it's incredible the setup that they yeah. have going on. Over. And thankfully, right. so, like, I'll be honest, one good thing the new management did is they took the DJ away from the third floor balcony, which had always been outside and just absolutely blaring from like eight thirty right. in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> now, those got they were nice guys. I chatted with them every day when I would be out there. Right. Uh, but it was just so loud, and you heard it in the hotel. And at like eight o'clock in the morning, when I'm, you know, doing my morning con walk, I, I don't I don't want it that loud. That's yeah, that's pretty loud for that early in the morning for sure. It was loud. We I would we go to um this little bar across the street called Crazy Atlanta, and we could hear it perfectly those years when they had them out there like lyrics and everything you, they didn't need their own dj in crazy atlanta because you could just <laughs> use the sheridan dj um i guess while we're on the subject of hotels and mishaps or whatever one thing that i did hate to see that came out of this year's dragon con was that uh particularly at the hilton uh room ramp rooms were being uh burgled broken into a burgled, yeah. yeah, that's with a good people word. In they, them. They, they were, yeah, with people with some, in them. Sometimes the with people in them, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently some somebody had gotten a hold of a master key or was able to duplicate it on their phone or some such thing, mm-hmm. um, and uh, took advantage of it, full advantage of it, and and went crazy in the Hilton. And uh, obviously, that's uh, that's something that. Could happen at any hotel and, with the way that room keys and work, and a does. lot of them have yeah. the, uh, yeah. and off, and and a lot of them do have the option to use your phone instead of a key card. Although, why you would not want a DragonCon key card, especially this year, since right. all five hotels were had designs uh, on the key card uh, that and connected they were and nice. everything. Yeah, they were nice, absolutely. Um, uh, also, that uh, just outside uh, in, in parking areas, uh, various mm-hmm. parking areas, I heard that a lot of cars were broken into as well. It seems to have been the uh, cluster right by that one by the Marriott, though. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah Marriott. Um, so, I mean, I know this is not a new thing. Uh, Lord knows, like, I, you know, I reported before, 10 years ago, I got my car broken into and everything was taken uh and uh i know other people who have gotten their their cars broken into as well some stolen outright stolen um you know i mean that's the that's that's what happens when you do business like you know in a big city with 70,000 no, people we, uh, and, and 70,000 potential yeah, targets an, right a, a yeah, gathering of that, that size is a known we're a known target yeah 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 and, yeah, and, and it, it may not have even been dragon con people that's right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm. I'm sure. Yeah. It wasn't, I don't actually. think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody thought it was con people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean. I mean. You never know. I mean. Look, geeks can figure stuff out with technology. Yeah, but so. I, I. I think it's just kind of you know known that downtowns in most big cities have thefts. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. So you yeah. know, if, if if some of those droids were being used to like ransack rooms or whatever, you know, if all of a sudden you find R two D two in your room, like going through your drawers. <laughs> <laughs> I think an important, thing, you know, thing to, to to think about next year when you're getting ready for con, folks, is you know, look at getting some of those travel locks for your hotel doors. 
You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. protect your stuff when you're not in your room. But if people are being brazen enough to go into a room when people are in there sleeping at three o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah. Because, you know, if you have roommates, they could be coming in at a different time. So you can't put that safety lock latch down. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, maybe you yeah, just I mean, need to make it to where, hey, if your roommate's coming back later, say, no, I'm putting the safety latch down and I'm using this travel lock. I'll just leave my phone on mm-hmm. and you need to call me or something. Because, yeah, I, you know. Yeah, I certainly don't recruit. I don't uh, suggest to anybody use my method, which is uh, my roommate snores like a mother. So, um, uh, I mean, nobody's going to come in there because they're going to think I have wild, a pack of wild dogs. <laughs> so, uh, yep. with his snoring, I mean, I, yeah, it's just not conducive to anybody wanting to be anywhere near that. So, uh, so that's mm-hmm. my deterrent there. But, it, of course, it doesn't protect the room when there's nobody there. But Yeah, and Sarah and I were thinking the same thing. There are tiny video cameras, and depending on what your room situation is, um, just leave a little camera in. I mean, at least you might be able to identify the person. Um, again, that's depending on your room situation and make sure whoever you're staying with knows that there's a camera in there. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I've seen one. It looks, it it is shaped just like a USB charger that you plug into a wall and you never know that it's got a little um, flash card in there and it's recording. Um, so, no, a good thing for when you're not in the room. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's something that we can maybe, you know, discuss in next year or something, maybe more security measures uh, for people to protect their belongings and themselves. Yeah. Uh, that's not a bad idea. It's been a while since I think we've covered that kind of thing. And, you know, I'm not saying that this is, you know, with the amount of people that they have, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, this wasn't this wasn't the norm, but it happened enough that you know, and it's the second it year. Became a thing. It's the second year it's happened. Second year for the Hilton. Yeah, right? yeah. So, uh, so um, any other reports of anything else, either uh, positive or negative, from any of the hotels or anything like that this year that you guys heard? Nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, um, there was we more. did not have Cheergate this year. There was flooding. <laughs> Uh, some more, oh, really? more, more there was flooding. more leaks. Um, Marriott had a leak on the uh, from the ceiling on the the level where the where Brian's photo booth is, where the and where the Marriott merch store is. Um, so something I don't know if it was a pipe or an AC leak or something. It wasn't huge, but it was coming down from the roof. I saw a video of it. Uh, mm-hmm. It seems like there was a lot of broken faucets throughout all the hotels. <laughs> um, um, Weston turned off their ice machines on quite a few floors. I know you're not on yours, Mike, but I've seen, I've seen at least 20 different people post on very, that various floors that they were specifically told they weren't going to be turned on. Uh, yeah, that's, that's weird. I don't know what was going yeah, on. There. Um, and, uh, I guess I knew better than this. Turn it off my phone. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Um, <laughs> VIP <laughs> man, VIP. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to podcast about it. <laughs> give me i give me cold ice or i'm gonna podcast about it okay uh, I see, I, yeah i, I see know. brandon posting that the wednesday party got shut down by the marriott that's not exactly accurate we did not get shut down they just kept yelling at drew <laughs> uh, yeah i did see something about that um there was some uh yeah the, the, it doesn't look like the uh it doesn't look like the the hilton was that much in favor no, marriott. was it the hilton that marriott. was that much in marriott. favor marriott. Of marriott sorry of uh 
room party. No, it's not the room uh, parties. This was the Wednesday night party in the lobby. Oh, they gotcha. didn't like mm-hmm. Drew competing with the DJ they hired because Oops. Drew was getting more attention. Uh, gotcha. Um, because uh, you know he's, he would start DJing in our little area, and they kept coming to him saying he's too loud or you can't be right there. So then he switched to karaoke. It became like the center of attention. And so everyone just gathered around them because we're singing karaoke. I actually lost my voice that night. I could barely talk for the rest of the con because I screamed I know, so loud uh, singing along to the songs. But uh, yeah, so they, they kept trying to, but then when everybody sang along, it's like, okay, you're going to tell us all to shut up. But we weren't even being that loud. His music was not that loud. He was not louder than the Pulse, the Pulse Lop DJ. Mm. Um, uh, and yeah, he, okay, he just said, he, I don't know if he's being sarcastic or not. They politely asked us to stop the music after one. Um, so I don't, uh, so yeah, it kept going. Uh, <laughs> when they politely asked, were tasers involved? <laughs> <laughs> and this was Wednesday? This was Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, and, and the, and the yeah. pre-party started at eight. So it's, it's basically as soon as... Drew showed up. They were just targeting, hey, it's too loud yeah. and all that. But he kept turning, I mean, he was turning the music down. It's not his fault that we all kept singing louder and louder. So. <laughs> you liked him better. This, yeah. Well, he was playing stuff we knew. <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I will say. Um, uh, that, uh, from, I, I did ask, uh, you know, some people asked about the Westin and my stay there as far as, uh, the elevators. And I thought the elevator situation was, was great. I never had to wait more than, I don't think five minutes for an elevator. Um, there was one that was really shaky, which did make me nervous, especially since I was on the 50 something floor. So mm-hmm. that, that was, that seemed to shake a little bit. But uh, one thing I like about the Westin is that, uh, a lot of the celebrity guests stay there too. And mm-hmm. so when the doors open and I'm getting an elevator, I never know if I'm going to have an encounter. And a, a lot of times I I've had some, including this year. Um, and that's kind of cool. Like you never know. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you always have that potential. Um, I, I also know over the Marriott, one of the escalators broke and they were really like, that happens every year. they were making sure that oh, uh, somebody's, uh, like, we saw somebody's a piece of somebody's costume got eaten. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. And uh, I noticed that for the rest of the week and they seemed to be monitoring like how many people were on that escalator, like at all times. And you had to space, they spaced it out so that you were like four or five steps between people because they didn't want to overload it again. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it is. (laughs) Hilton Hilton elevators. Yeah. Hilton elevators were kind of a cluster. Um, Yeah. They did try to have someone kind of, being a traffic cop for the elevators, but they weren't there all the time. And the Hilton doesn't bank their elevators like a couple of the other um, hotels do. So if you were there at one point in time, uh, my wife, she was down in the lobby. I think she had about a 30 minute wait um, for one. Um, And usually by the time it got to the lobby level, you had so many people who were doing the go down to go up trick it was still packed when it would get there. I, I always do the down. I always press both buttons. I, yeah. when, if, a, if a door opens in front of me, I don't care where it's going. I get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not <laughs> knocking them. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, 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 I always love those, the, 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 those people who are like, you know, that are just like, they're either new or they don't understand or whatever, because they just stay there. And I'm like, Nope, I'm getting on this one. And they're like, Oh, you, you know, you know, it's like, you, you know, if you have to be somewhere, you have to be that's somewhere. why, that's why I don't have to, that's why I don't right. have to wait. Yeah. So, uh, Drew saying that the elevators didn't seem as bad at the Marriott as in previous years. So, uh, although he might've been scarred from how busy it was in 2018, 2019 pre pandemic, um, which, I mean, those were insane numbers. We're talking like, you know, 20,000 more people, 10 to 20,000. Nah, 2019 was scary, scary yeah. in certain locations. Yes. Um, so, um, so yeah, for specific hotel information about when they go on sale and all the details regarding like when payments do and how they work and all that kind of stuff. Like I said, I definitely recommend checking out some of the, the, uh, resources on, on Facebook, the Facebook groups as well. And Discord. Um, and Discord yeah, as well. The, the official um, Discord for DragonCon, there are channels for each hotel and longtime attendees. We're going to have sometimes quicker information than um official sources (laughs) yeah absolutely and it's always changing it's something that's always changing so i mean what worked what was the case for last year it will not be the case necessarily for this year and heck what they say today might be different by the time that rooms become available etc 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 so um it's a constant you know they call it the hotel hunger games for a reason it's crazy it's one of the most stressful things i think there is about going to dragon con uh, I wish there was an easier way, but when you've got this many people who want so badly to to participate and get a host hotel room, it 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 I don't know if there's any smooth. No, because there's it. more attendees than there are rooms in just the five host hotels, which is why Absolutely. there's overflow hotels that are nearby that also have a con rate. Yes, yes, and 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 yeah, I mean, don't despair if you don't get a host hotel. Uh, there are other options. So um, and. Uh, um, and so that said, uh, that's, I think all we have for really news, uh, that are related. We, we don't know if there's going to be an, a, a sort of wrap up town hall meeting officially. Uh, I probably wouldn't count on it, but, um, you never know. Um, so the con might, might, might do something as, uh, we were talking before the show that, uh, Jen pointed out, sometimes they do like some holiday, uh, they, they want to also, sell some they open up some more merchandise to sell for the holidays so they might do a town hall meeting then um and uh, and all of that and and yeah before we before we wrap up this segment completely i did want to uh talk about the merch that was available at the official store this year and i know that jen you you got quite the uh quite the catalog yeah, oh. of, of, of goodies to well show i do us, i do so. every year yeah. uh Jim's got a hook up. I don't have it with me. No, I don't. I stand in the line for an hour. Uh, <laughs> uh, because since I'm getting a media badge while everyone else is going to get their badge Thursday morning, I go straight to the to the the the, the, store. the store line at the at the Corgi, uh, which is you're still waiting for about an hour. Uh, but. I thought it really found it really cool. They had variant T-shirts this year, so if you were at the Cortland, they had the uh, black version of the Spider-Man style Amazing Dragon Con shirt, and then the Marriott had the red version. Uh, I got the black, prefer the black, um, but got this year's dragon right here. Very cute, very cute. Um, what, did, what, what, did the, what was the winning name? Uh, let me see if they put it on the. 
uh, tag here. Oh, wrong tag. I can't remember what hmm. they actually 2023. I don't remember the name. No, they did not put... Like, yeah, they probably had these made before they named it, which which, yeah, which would make know. sense yeah. because they posted a picture of it and said, name the dragon. Um, <laughs> uh, I believe it for it was for a longtime staff member that had passed away. Um, I think hmm. I think you might be um, right. But I can't remember the name. Um, they had these cool little bags this year. Uh, with some Dragon Con specific artwork on them. They also had a matching picture frame and wood magnet. I got those two things as well. Um, they had sticker packs. Uh, nice. Uh, a new hoodie. Uh, a bunch of new pens. They had Croc charms this year. I did not get Croc charms. Um, I have Crocs. I just don't wear them out of the house, so I don't have a need to get Croc charms. Um, and then, uh, you know, they, they've started having vendors in the vendor hall do some Dragon Con exclusives each year. So, uh, this year, the exclusive I got was a little car scent diffuser. Um, and the really cool thing about this is it came with, I think, six pads that you can Hmm. load it with and you use your own scent. Um, your, so you can use your own essential oils and things like that. Which is great yeah. for me because I don't like floral smells. Um, some of them I'm just allergic to. So I have not put it in the car yet because I haven't left the house in two weeks. That was from uh, Midnight Fury. Yes, and they, they uh, um, all the the um, um, collab vendors that had official con merch have been given permission by Dragon Con to sell any leftover uh, remaining stock they have on their websites. Yes. So... I know Midnight Fury is one of the people that still has some of those left. Um, the person who made the wooden cutout home Dragon Con sign with that the, one's there, yeah. They uh, have a, a uh, I think they're doing a pre-order for a last batch that they're going to do. So you can look up in, on Dragon Con's social media uh, when they were mm-hmm. promoting the various artists that had Dragon Con specific merch and yeah. I find them that way to see if people still have leftover things. Uh, but another thing about the vendor hall, um, yes, the line was still crazy. Uh, I don't think it mm-hmm. was as bad as last year, but Oh my God, they added a fast pass this year. If you were going to panels or I don't know if they did it for workshops, but they did it for, if you were going to panels with the comic and artist alley track, it made such a difference. Now granted I have, I have a disability pass, so I, I wouldn't have waited in line either, but, um, I usually don't know till I get to con if I'm going to get mm-hmm. my disability sticker. Um, Cause it will depend on how, how the line is for that area uh, and whether mm-hmm. I can stand long enough to wait to get it. I, I didn't have that. I, I waited an extra day, so I didn't have that issue this time. Um, okay. Rock and roll said they did it for workshops as well. Uh, so we had signed up to go Good. see the Tiki panel. And even though I could have skipped the line anyway, I made sure to, have the person scan the barcode so they knew, you know, we had taken advantage of that so they could see that people wanted to use it. It, it was awesome being able to do that. Yeah. That was a new, that was a new thing that they implemented, um, for, uh, I'm glad they did it for workshops too, because I know that they, that it was available for panels in the uh, comics and pop artist alley. Um, and I was encouraging everybody, who was going to go to the Tiki panel as well as some of my other panels to take advantage of that as well. Yeah. Uh, you just went to the official site and signed up uh, for a fast track pass 
access um, and it provided you with a uh, barcode and such. And then you could go, you could skip the line because you were going to go to the Did panel. you notice more as a people fact, in your panel as a result? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Uh, especially the Tiki panel. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I think when I asked how many people in that panel room uh, in the audience had used the fast pass, I mean, it, there were a lot of hands went yeah. up. And, yeah. uh, um, and I do think that that was one of the more popular ones. Um, mm -hmm. I do know that some people abused that that fast pass uh they 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 used it to get the skip the line and not go to panels uh, so mm -hmm. i do hope that there's some way to track that so that they can uh maybe uh look out for that in the future and maybe do uh, two qr codes one you scan to get in and one you have to scan again at the door if you don't scan and, and then in the, and the, in the, in the panel, panel room yeah I, I yeah. that would be cool. Um, although at that point it's already too late because the person's in. No, like, but they you know, can see like, who's I mean, abusing it and not let them sign up they for could. it again. They could. not going. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, but then they might say that it was just packed and they couldn't get in or something. No, no you know. but I don't think they'd I, I, give them know, a fast pass. They I think probably wouldn't no oversell what, the, a panel room. I, 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 I'd be curious to see how it turns out. This was the first year they did it, so obviously there's going to be some bumps or whatever. So. Um, and I do know that there was an issue on Saturday. Uh, people were waiting two and a half hours to get into the dealer hall. Um, there was some uh, information from uh, the fire marshal that said that, you know, that said that they couldn't either allow people in or it had to be very uh, like they had to wait till certain people came out and before they could let some people in, et cetera, et cetera. So it was very slow. Those people who waited two and a half hours to get in the room, I am so sorry about that. Mm. Uh, I can't even imagine. I mean, that's you're you're watching a Scorsese film at that point before you can get in, yeah. right? So um, that's crazy to me. Um, on Monday, you could walk right in. Yeah, uh, and that was pretty that's much all day case. Monday. You could walk right in. So, um, and I know I the, the other hall for the gaming area. They never had lines like that. Mm -mm. Um. I, I definitely and I in the, the vendors felt it too on Saturday. A lot of people were complaining that their sales were down from the day before because of the 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 the, the sort of blockage of people not being able to come in and and enjoy well, the shop I, and everything like that. I so, don't think the fire marshal fire marshal was taking into account that there are multiple exits. There's only one entrance they let us go in, but there are multiple ways to get out of that building. Well, there's some there's some. I don't know. I don't want to speculate too much, but there were some rumors that the fire marshal's instructions were yeah. not were not adhered to properly. So I, I don't know what happened. I heard to the be same honest with now. you. But but the regardless, I mean, two and a half hours is a long time to wait, and you could be doing yeah. so many other things at Dragon Con. I, I hate to suggest that people like don't do that, but. And Saturday is the busiest day. Saturday is the day that one day passes or as the day of the parade where everybody comes down from out of town, like from downtown or, and, and takes part in the show. So, you know, it's, it's a crazy day. But also keep in mind so, for the future folks, um, use the discord, get on some of the Facebook groups. There were many yeah. people updating other people saying, this is how bad the line is. This is how long the wait is. So you were mm -hmm. able to kind of check. You know, yeah, before yeah. heading yeah. down there to see if it was yeah. horrible or right. if it was kind of easy or or what. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's 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 kind of crazy, and 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 I think, uh, yeah, I mean, that's something yeah. I heard too. I mean, who knows? Right. Uh, but, I mean, hey, a... Dragon Con's where? <laughs> we have a exactly. 
Hopefully they'll get it right. figured out. You know, I'm not sure so, how much they can uh, do when it's not their building and they're not the fire marshal. But adding the pass right. pass was a great step. By the way, it was, uh, it was. I hope they bring it back. A couple folks, Brandon <coughs> and Sarah, helped us out. The, the dragon's name is JP in honor of Jan Price, who was the uh, parade director that passed away. So very nice. Um, so JP the dragon. Uh, so if you want to write that down on the little tag that you got there, <laughs> JP. It is cute. It is adorable. Uh, I don't know how it holds up with other past dragons. Uh, I think, I it, as far as I can tell, they're all, they've all been made by the same company. Yeah, especially when they switched mm. to these bigger ones because they used to have tiny dragons. Um, uh-huh. I have three of the tiny dragons because I've been buying them every year since <laughs> 2010 or 11. So of course you have. Yep. Yeah. I collect dragons, so of course <laughs> I'm going to collect these. Uh, they're awesome. And they're super soft, and my dogs don't get to touch them. So <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that would not end well, probably. Uh, all right, so um, that's all the news items we have. We're going to get into our own personal experiences at DragonCon, and, and, and we want to hear from you guys, too, about some of yours and, and mm-hmm. costumes that you liked and panels and ribbons and all that kind of fun stuff. So. We're going to, for those people who are listening, we're going to take a quick break. For those people who are watching, just uh, hang on for just a second. We'll be right back. The Earth Station One podcast has been bringing your inner geek out to play for the past 13 years. Over this time, you've seen things change in the world of geek and podcasting alike. And your friends here at ESO are looking to change also. We are now giving you double the fun by coming to you twice a week. And not just in audio, but now you can see our lovely faces up on YouTube. Join Mike and Mike as we celebrate our 700th episode and beyond. Earth Station One is proud to be a founding member of the ESO Network. And we're back. <laughs> that is, yeah, see, just hand on. We're back. And uh, yes, for those people listening, uh, thanks that. Uh, get, let us get rid of some business. And uh, for those people watching, hello, you hardly missed us. Uh, we were away. Uh, but um, anyway, uh, so let's get into it. Um, you know, I know that you guys both, uh, unfortunately, you know, got COVID, uh, which is a, a, a horrible horrible way to get con crud i mean i think the crud is 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 bad enough but right. uh channing let's start with you what what was your experience like i mean was it was it worth it uh yeah this year was different for me but i still enjoyed it obviously before covid so this year i was on if my count was right i had eight panels i hosted one photo shoot I participated in another photo shoot and I marched in the parade. And a lot of those things were like within it. Those panels were within an hour of each other. So that's why I say I didn't have a chance to see a lot of folks because when I wasn't in a panel, I was on my way to another panel or doing some finishing touches for it. Um, Each year I try to do Dragon Con a little different. So, you know, this year was my panel year. Another year was my anime track year because I don't know a lot about anime, so I jump in. 
Um, and next year I'm strongly considering volunteering, but yeah, I try to mix it up. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I really enjoyed presenting on a lot of those panels. Um, we did one on the animation track with, um, on voice acting. And there are three people in our group, the Black Geeks of Dragon Con. They do voiceover work. Um, couple went to school for it. They've taken classes and they got in and they gave some really good advice. Um, that was the one, there was a line of people for at least 30 minutes after the panel was over that still wanted to, to ask them questions. Wow. Yeah. So, I, uh, that was a good one. Um, the very special panel was also kind of a funny one. Um, we just kind of looked at what happens when cartoons try to get serious and cover issues and how some do it a little bit better than others. Um, <laughs> Um, I think um, Captain Planet tackling the AIDS crisis was a very interesting one. Um, <laughs> and we also discovered that drugs in cartoons are always delivered in a clear plastic baggie. Like that was a trend. Anytime it was always just, not even a Ziploc bag, just like <laughs> a bag like you would get to put your, your fruit and vegetables in. And it's just random pills. Always that Wait, that's cartoons. It's, it's, it's not it's not that way in real life. Well, I mean, back in my drug dealing days, I made sure. <laughs> yes, it was um, it was a lot of fun. Like I say, different, um, but a lot of fun. The parade flew by. Um, I marched with the diversity group, and we had our little subgroup where we were all dressed as coming to America characters. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we watched the replay. Somebody thought that we were from um, Wakanda, so that just gave us a little chuckle. <laughs> But um, yeah, so good exercise, a lot of steps, not a lot of time to see friends, which is kind of a big deal at Dragon Con for me. So we'll, again, I may have to adjust some next year, but mm -hmm. I I really do. I, I, I had fun this year. Um, no, no complaints. Oh, well, the Hilton elevators, that'd be about my only complaint. <laughs> I see. Yeah. No, yeah. I still haven't made it to Sweet George's Juke Joint. Um, it's on my list, but again, <laughs> so busy and it's like, I can't, I can't, I can't make that walk down there. Was that the first year you've been in the parade? Um, I did it last year. This was the first year I dressed up. Um, okay. Yeah, last year they needed some extra people, so I wasn't even in cosplay. I just kind of um, of walked with them. Um, we're thinking about doing something a little bigger next year. We'll see how it goes. You know, everybody's always excited those first few weeks after Dragon Con, but then when you start planning, like, ooh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it. So, um, uh, yeah. did you did you use have costumes all the days you were there? I did not, and I'm kind of upset because uh, because of my job, I didn't get there until midnight on Thursday. So basically, I didn't get to start Dragon Con until Friday. Sure. Um, one of my costumes was for the Bunny Hutch party, which obviously I missed. And another one of my costumes was for the Spider-Man photo shoot, which was happening at the same time as the being a blurred panel on the digital media track. And mm. obviously, I kind of had to, to be at that one. So, yeah, I think um, I had I was in cosplay for the G.I. Joe photo shoot and for the parade. So out of five that I had planned, I got to, I got to wear two of them. So, you know, okay. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still new to the actual cosplaying part. So I think that's, that's pretty good. 
Absolutely. You, you're being Absolutely. asked a question in the in the chat, Chan, Channing. Did you make it to Sweet Georgia's juke joint? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was talking about that earlier. I did not get to make it. I want to because I hear the food there is really good. And um, when they have a live band. But again, sometimes at Dragon Con, I don't stray from Dragon Con that far. Um, yeah. Just because I, I like... And Sweet Georgia's juke joint isn't that far, comparatively speaking. But I usually try to stay closer to the hotels um, just because... I like being a part of it in the middle of the action. Sure. Sure. The uh, British guest had a lot to say about peanut and butter and jelly sandwiches. Okay. Well, I'm going to need some clarification. on I that think, one. I think <laughs> it was in the, the Paul Bettany panel, I think. Oh, gotcha. 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 I seem to remember reading uh, something about it. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. The, the people in the, in the comments are, are having their own discussion, <laughs> which is great. Which is great. Uh, uh, yeah. It's awesome. Um, and uh, building, that's how you build a community. Um, and uh, Jen, what about you? How was your overall experience this year? Uh, busy. Um, the, yeah. So we, we, we flew in bright and early Wednesday morning, the, the 6 a.m. flight. So I got to I think I got into town about 8.45, and then we went, checked in. Checking in was easy. Then we took an Uber over to the OK Cafe, uh, <laughs> which is, I guess, typically Southern food, but not like, it's not like soul Southern food. It's Southern food, like big, huge portions, chicken fried, everything, that kind of stuff. But um, everybody really likes it. Uh, and then... Uh, we were able to do our annual Trader Vix. Uh, shout out to Jose, the manager at Trader Vix, who I had talked to a few months ago after I realized I missed the window to make a reservation. Um, he was very nice. And uh, we didn't have to wait more than five minutes for a table. Oh my God, I've never been to Trader Vix right when it opens on Wednesday. I got <laughs> off the elevator and there was 150 people just all in the entranceway right before they opened. We were like, Oh my God, this is never going to happen. Like, cause it mm -hmm. can't be that all of these people has a reservation at the same time. And yeah, sure enough, they didn't. Um, but, uh, when we got up to the front and they're like, Oh, do you have a reservation? And I meet, I was like, no, but I talked to the manager, Jose, and he told me to come here right at opening. And they're like, you talked to Jose, Jose. And they call him over and he's like, what, what, who did I talk to? I'm like, yeah, I have this email. He's like, here's Tan right here. And we have other friends <laughs> who are waiting. And they also didn't have reservations. And he came back by and he's like, okay, follow me. And I'm like, oh, but they were here first. He's like, but they didn't email me. And then took us to the oh. table. I was, just, I was just like, oh my God. It goes right back to it. Uh, there you go. And he, yeah. and he, kept, he kept coming by and checking on us, which was really nice. It, I mean, I think it's mm -hmm. the most attention we've ever gotten when we've eaten there. Um, so that was really awesome to, you know, be able to continue the uh, tradition and then we went and yeah. uh, did all the pre-parties, uh, met up with the over 40s at the Hilton lobby, and then went over to the Marriott where there's like eight, eight party groups. So there's the welcome back home party. And then the, mm -hmm. um, we had our duo parties group, cult of the con DJ party, uh, and, and the horror group was having their party. So it's just mm -hmm. a lot of mingling and there was dueling DJs and 
then there was an impromptu karaoke party. And I think <laughs> I didn't get back to the hotel till one forty-five in the morning. Uh, I laugh about that, but really every year for like the past four years, I stay out the latest on Wednesday night. It's, I think it's cause, which is crazy since I only get about three hours of sleep the night before, since we had to fly so early and I'm excited cause it's vacation. So I can't sleep, mm-hmm. but the, I'm just, I'm ready to hit the ground running. Uh, yeah. it's the adrenaline rush. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Thursday stood in line for an hour or so to get my official Dragon Con merch. I went and got my media badge, met some other media folks in line and chatted. And uh, throughout the con, I got to do four four interviews. Uh, shout out to Tillman and Kathy from the uh, Dragon Con media team. They were very helpful. Um, mm-hmm. Tillman did a great job of updating on any changes. And uh, I was good and actually showed up early uh, for every uh, appointment. So I didn't look look like an idiot. Um, But I got to talk to Eddie McClintock and Gray Delisle and Jason Marsters, who ended up bringing some other um, cast members with him uh, from some from one of his movies. I'm going to follow strike rules and not talk about strike work. Uh, And then I also got to interview Sherilyn Kenyon who uh, is a very popular author in Georgia mm-hmm. and uh, writes the Dark Hunter series uh, as well as some other series. And I actually do read her books that I discovered at DragonCon. So it was cool nice. to get to chat with the person, you know, whose books I read. So, uh, and then, yeah, every night I would, in the evening, I would go have a few drinks at Trader Vic's patio. Oh, Sven's kickoff party was great Thursday it was. on the patio crazy it spilled out to the street yeah well but you gotta remember uh, you also have the con crawl that connect it connects with them because uh i went by after i got my uh guest badge and i was on my way to a panel anyway so i couldn't stay long but i was like oh i'll just uh swing by and and say hi to some folks it was so packed and so crazy i didn't see anybody there i knew i was just like going (laughs) my goodness it's insane here and then uh, and then I, yeah, I, I just made my way through the crowd and just was like, okay, uh, that's, that's amazing how big this thing. Yeah. I can't remember if it was yeah. Sven's party or another night. Cause I, I, I pretty, I was at the Trader Vic's patio every night to start off the evening. Cause I really like, there's one of the regular bartenders who's always at their satellite bar. She's, and so I just, I prefer to, they have the best bang for your buck. No drinks are cheap. How was cheap at con? How was uh, no, no? Did you get to try uh, Sven's drink? It was a my. It was uh, a my time. It was a my time. Yeah, but it was it was it an ordinary my time. Yeah, tie? you just got a you got a carpet umbrella. <laughs> he had custom printed Hawaiian carpet umbrellas made for him. Nice. Look, that that's worth it. That makes it worth yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I like their my time, and especially the satellite bar my time because the alcohol kind of sits. So if you get there at the right time. You're getting something good. I ran into Crispy there. I can't remember if it was at Sins Party or another another random night, but I, I typically do see a lot of people uh, that that are involved with Con at Trader Vic's. So I think people people are learning to go to the patio mm-hmm. there. Uh, I think we even we made it to eighties eighties either prom or party uh, that later that evening at um 
the court line, which is the first time I've ever been to one of the ballroom parties there. I've gone to the pool parties, and um, mm-hmm. Black Sunshine was DJing. It's the first time I've seen him DJ. Great mix of music. I I, th- I will probably go to that party every year now because I was like, okay, right. this is this is the there was a good ballroom. There was plenty of space. Once so I got there, mm-hmm. an hour after it started, there wasn't a line anymore to get into the room. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that was, yeah, it was good. And Black Sunshine was very animated and a lot of people knew him. So they'd come up and say hi, and you'd see the recognition on his face when he realized he knew the person. So that was cute. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't remember if I made it to any other parties. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did. I had a lot. Um, I made it into almost every costume I brought this year. So there's that, um, which I think was, I made it, I either put on five or six, I had five or six costume changes this year. And I, wow. nice. I wore one costume two days. So, <laughs> oh, and I made it, I got to, I got to do two panels I've never done before. I went to the Riker games for the Star Trek track. I have not laughed so hard at anything at con ever. This is now going to be something I do every year. Uh, Joe Campbell and the rest of the tra- uh, track track people went on a great show and I love Joe anyway um, but he's such a ham even when he lost his voice and he couldn't really talk but just the faces and the responses he made to contestants and the judges was great um, I filmed a good chunk of it and somebody we knew was actually competing but yeah it was hysterical uh, Nice. and okay. the other uh, yeah, and the other panel I made it to was the Tiki panel, which I thought I find it funny because it was supposed to be horror and Tiki, and all of us in the crowd kept distracting y'all, so you didn't really get to talk that much about horror. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we kind of did. We got we we got we got pipe bombed in the beginning, uh, so that was unfortunate. <laughs> but um, hey, everyone uh, handled it with grace. I I I think but yes, so. it was a very uh, serious way to start off. I'm like, whoa, that is a that is a heavy question to throw out in the first thirty seconds. Yeah, from someone. Okay, who I'm going like, to need some context on this one, folks. <laughs> who uh, quickly darted off after after <laughs> wow. like the first fifteen? They minutes. left. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I think terrible. she just came in to do that and then leave. Uh, I don't think she was really interested in in really discussing it or or yeah. I I, I got. I mean, so. Somebody um, but came it in was... and asked right off the back in the first, as soon as Mike got done introducing the panelists about yes. uh, appropriate, appropriation in the Tiki community and how people deal with it or address it yeah. in oh. their work. And, and, Which, and yes, colonization. There, and, there and, is that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, as I as I as I said, uh, I you know I definitely wanted to talk about that. <laughs> I was open to talk about that, but not to open the panel. <laughs> like, right. It was it was it was like no, yeah. the whole so, room kind of just went. Whew. Oh yeah, yeah, um, and uh, yes, it is a it is a factor. So uh, and we weren't you know dismissive of it for sure. No, they, yeah, um, every, every but, panelist uh, addressed it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, we did. And, uh, and I think, uh, like you said, I'm, I'm, well, yeah. Um, so I'm glad you were there though. Cause that was good to see you, uh, the second mm-hmm. time, uh, f- for the weekend and I'm glad you enjoyed it. Now I understand also that you got to kick off Dragon. Well, some, right? somewhat. So, um, I didn't realize that DC TV was up in the Pulse Lounge. 
<laughs> but Drew, Uh-oh. Drew had handed me the microphone. Was like, "You're doing the countdown." I was like, "What? What?" So it's like, I'm buzzed, and I'm on my phone trying to find the timer. And I'm pretty sure I was screaming in the microphone, doing the countdown because I didn't start counting until like six. Because <laughs> I was trying to mess with my phone to get to the to the timer, uh, and I heard other people counting. But then I saw on social media later that. Uh, DCTV was up there, and the Pulse Lounge doing the countdown. And they're like, hey, we got to do the countdown. And I was like, hey, so did I. I was, I'm the person <laughs> you can hear in the background screaming. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. Uh, I was I was, I was, was uh, <laughs> very happy on my times that night. So <laughs> I think I probably had a zombie that night, too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they're, they're zombies. I like it. Do. Yep. I'm always, I always get the Mai Tai and the zombie when I go to Trader Vic's. Uh, that's, uh, but I, I did not have time to go there to drink or to partake uh, of any food or, or anything of any kind. I, like I said, I just went through there just real briefly on Thursday mm-hmm. uh, just to see if I could say hi to anybody. But I had a, my first panel was at eight, eight, well, yeah, it was about eight or eight thirty on, on, uh, on thursday so i started right off the bat so um but overall your experience was was a great yeah one. i mean i was you know besides wednesday i was back at my hotel room before midnight every night uh, i went to bed at a normal hour which is really weird until monday uh for the after party and then i was out till <laughs> 2 30 <laughs> So, so Ish. what I'm hearing is before and after con, yeah, yeah. you go all out, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but during con, you're all busy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like I said, <laughs> I had, I had, my average was two drinks per night, the re- like official con nights. Um, I respect that. Yeah. And it, and it was typically just drinks at Trader Vic's. Uh, like, yes, I had some pudding shots and some jello shots, um, uh, my friend Jason brought me some pie, which I sipped a bit. On the main days, <coughs> they really just saved for Monday night and mm. drank it all then. Uh, and then drank other people's pie, too. So, and I don't feel bad about it. I uh, <laughs> No, you shouldn't. I Because I did not show up to any interviews hungover, which, you know, yay. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, or smelling like alcohol from the night before. I showered. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> give it up I think that's showers. A, yeah. yeah, we 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 yes, we encourage people to shower at Dragon Con. We yes, we definitely encourage well, people. to somebody, shower. like so. somebody, I had to interview Eddie. I think at ten it was ten o'clock in the morning Friday. Goodness which means I, I'm surprised he was. I, not uh, I had to. Right. I left the Sheridan. I think at nine, just because I didn't know how crowded it was going to be. So. Then I, you know, obviously got up early enough so I could be presentable to, to go be professional during an interview. So the rest of them were, you know, at a much more appropriate, like noon and three o'clock and stuff. So, well, uh, for me, it was it was a, a great show. Um, it was a great con. Um, Thursday, I arrived, set up my table. Um, I met Sven for the first time. He was setting up as well. So I actually met him in person for the first time. Uh, I didn't get a chance to talk a lot because we were both setting up and getting situated. 
uh, it, uh, it did wear me out. So, uh, but I did, uh, manage to, I was worried about that panel at, on Thursday. Uh, I did a total of eight panels, uh, this year, which might've been, uh, they were placed oddly. I don't, that's an, that's an, that's an okay number for me to do, but they were placed oddly. For example, I had a panel on Thursday night. I had no panels on Friday. I had two on Saturday and, uh, both of them were outside of the comic track room. Um, and I had, uh, two panels on Sunday. Those are both inside the comic track room. And then I had three panels on Monday, which was just too many because that meant I was only at my table for like the first hour from 10 to 11. And then the last hour from four to five, which that was not very conducive since a lot of people I know were trying to come by and see me, uh, because there was no line on Monday. So that, that stunk. Um, I always hate not being at my table and, and unfortunately I don't have a, I didn't have a table mate this year. So, uh, so there wasn't anybody to, you know, to do the business for me. So my business, uh, business wise, I didn't have any new books and that's on me. So, uh, so I didn't expect to do bunkers as far as sales, but, um, it was a little bit low, probably a little bit lower than last year, but that's all right. Um, I did, uh, the panels that I did were awesome. Uh, starting with, uh, I did, one, two, three, four comic panels, I think, and three, that must have been five comic panels, and then three uh, for the American Classic Sci-Fi track, um, and all of those were amazing. Uh, we did one on Saturday morning, f- appropriately enough, for the 50th anniversary of the Super Friends, and uh, Channing talking about cartoons doing like, you know, serious stuff. I mean, Super Friends, I think, is known more for their promo, their, their PSAs than their actual yes. like stories. Yes, yes. <laughs> Agree wholeheartedly. Especially that one where um, uh, Robin is displaying, uh, showing uh, his uh, his uh, skills at doing the Heimlich to Batman. Uh, that one uh, is uh, <laughs> is quite crazy. <laughs> um they had good intentions with those things uh, (laughs) yeah 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 well you know wonder woman teaches you how the proper way to pet a dog so that's nice uh and and (laughs) and aquaman is telling uh girls in bikinis not to hitchhike so it's (laughs) you know it's it's really good good information good information to have um when you're growing up i mean that's what i grew up with right so yeah, I can't tell you how many times I put on a bikini and tried to hitchhike home from school. Please don't. Before Please I don't. saw that episode. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. To be fair, I don't know. I, mean, I grew up in in the coastal area of Texas. It happened. Not not, oh, not sure. me, but you saw it every day. So, oh, I'm so sure. yeah, there's, there were people know, doing that's it. The, that's, that's the thing about those PSAs. You know that they were done because at some point someone did something. And, well, and sort of like, you know, did when it you, that they had to bring it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like when you it's like when you get the bottle of shampoo and you read the bag and it says "Do not drink." You're like, well, that's because people did this. <laughs> like yeah. they have to put that on there so people don't do it, right? So, yes. um, uh, so uh, I, but you know, pretty much the con for me was being at my table as much as possible, as well as going to the panels and going back and forth when needed. And uh, I didn't really do much at night. 
uh, one because uh, I was tired, <laughs> um, and and uh, and two just because um, you know I think I still am gun shy about being around all those people. Um, I, I should have been, you know, I didn't mask yeah. up, uh, which I, you know, I'm 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 grateful that I did not end up getting crud. Or COVID, I did get you know the boosters uh, and the and the flu shot before DragonCon, so I do think that helped a little bit, maybe fend some stuff off. Well, but... maybe the booster doesn't have the variant that's going around right now. Well, <laughs> they're yeah, about to release but, that you know, booster like in this right. week. I think. But I mean, yeah. So I mean, who knows? Uh, Wait, but, but I don't need um... a booster for three months now. So yay, <laughs> <laughs> yay! I can't I can't get the new booster for a while uh, just because I had you know the previous one, but. Um, anyway, so, uh, so I would recommend, you know, people do that because look, it doesn't stop you from getting it, but it just hopefully right. means that if you get it, it's going to be a little, a little bit more manageable. Also, this um, was the first time I've had it. It's horrible. It was horrible. Really? It was horrible. Like, uh, yeah, I oh, haven't, yeah. I, I've never had it. Um, so. I've, so I, I have a result, like I'm still sick. I have a respiratory infection now. It has nothing to do, you know, with COVID. It was just my immune system was weak and I have sinus issues. So I'm, I'm prone to respiratory infections, but the COVID part, I have not experienced body pain that bad, like full body ache pain since I had to have chest surgery over a decade ago. Ugh, I know why. I, like it was so bad. So yeah, if you could do something to not get COVID, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, you do yeah, not yeah. want to experience I'm a member it. of it. Yeah, I'm the two-timer uh, COVID club member, and I do not recommend it. Um, it took me out for about two, two and a half. I mean, I was sick for longer, but there were two, maybe three days there where I was just, I was just done. Nothing, nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I didn't get a chance, so I didn't get a chance to walk around and do a lot of things that I, I've done before about, um, yes, absolutely, Brandon. Uh, big shout out to uh, Jen and Channing. Um, uh, I was so worried after the reports that I got from them after con, I'm like, oh my God, are we still going to be able yeah, to Yeah, I have a fear. Because no. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I was worried about, just recording. I, I have so, a fear yeah. right now, and I've been muting and coughing and sneezing the whole time. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to take gonna... Michael as soon as we're done with this. <laughs> Yeah, and because I have yeah, Texas yeah, Tiki not... Week this weekend, I need to be better oh, in three goodness. days. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we did have uh, other things to go over, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like I said, I, we're gonna go easy on you, Jen. So uh, yeah. we're not, we're not gonna cover some of the things that we were gonna hopefully cover. But I did want to mention a couple of other things. Um, we talked about how uh, um, you know, a lot of people came up to us from the Dragon Con report who listened and watched and everything, and that was cool. Um, luckily, I had ribbons on hand. I gave out all my ribbons. I gave out all mine. Uh, mm-hmm. I gave out all Same. the ribbons for Earth Station Who, as well as uh, mm-hmm. the ESO network that I had. Um, I gave out and... all the postcards. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's cool that, that uh, you know, if you were able to get one, great. I, uh, I We tried to make it so that that the people who actually like listened and everything got those. Um, I think this year the ribbons has, has reached a point where people are just grabbing ribbons to grab ribbons. Uh, well, that's what, a, I, I don't a, walk around from visible. So I, I hand them out in certain yeah. situations. So. 
Yeah, um, people saw me with a handful of ribbons. They would try to stop me. But yeah, normally I gave them to people who were, you know, really interested or who handed me one. But yeah, their ribbon hoarding is becoming a thing now, I guess. It, it really is. I, I gave I, out I did, I did, 400 of the party's I ribbons. Put, I wow. put uh, I put them on the table, and then that was quickly. I realized a day after, like a couple of days, that was a mistake because people were just taking them, yeah. um, and just slapping them on just to see if they could get their ribbon count up. Um, so there were some really cool ribbons, some really cool inventive ribbons. Uh, I did get one uh, by uh, Christian Herrera and Anderson Carmen that said "Indie Comics Rule." And I was proud to to sport that one, as well as uh, you know, I was sporting, I was representing the podcasts and all that on on my badge and everything. Yeah, I got. Uh, Wait, yeah. did you put did you put the party I, one on your badge? I did. I think so. It should be here. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, they should all be there. I don't know. It's blue. I don't see it. Hmm. <laughs> don't know where that one is. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, anyway, it has a hydra on it. Uh oh. <laughs> maybe I have it. Maybe I have it elsewhere because uh, I did not put every ribbon. Because I, yeah, I had to stop at some sort at some point. So uh, maybe I didn't uh, put it on there. But in any case, yeah, guilty. <laughs> guilty. Um, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but uh, you know, I didn't get to see as many costumes and take pictures as much as I used to or I've done in the past. I only. I think I came out of the weekend with only like maybe a dozen pictures of costumes and cosplay, which I think, for me was really. I think I sad, took 185 so. photos and videos combined. Goodness gracious! Mm. Yeah, so, I'm, um, I'm a little over 100. I can imagine. Well, Jenny, you were part of that huge group. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. I was part I of the. I was there. part of the inaugural running of the Ropers at DragonCon. Which was a blast. Oh, oh nice. yes, you were. Yeah. I did not know that that was a thing. Well, so, like, my group, we did a small Ropers group a few years ago, but then uh, D. Coble uh, found out about, you know, that this is a thing in other other states. It's popular for bar crawls. Um, mm -hmm. And she had posted that she was interested in doing it at DragonCon. And a lot of us were like, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and then it, you know, snowballed where a ton of people were interested and Tony Gallo reached out and brought us up and intermission <laughs> and during the masquerade. And even they were shocked at how many of us they were. There were so and, many. And then, never seen so many and then we uh, paraded from the Hyatt over to the Hilton back patio and to take a big group photo. And the photographers were shocked at how many, I think, I think we heard there was 171. As it was wow. So for a first year wow. group outing, that's that's pretty oh, yeah. big. Uh, it's just going to grow. Yeah, from it's there. just going to grow. Um, and it wasn't just Mrs. Ropers. We had Mr. Ropers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so we had Stanleys. We had there was people who did Regal Beagle employees and oh, like wow. oh, recre wow. recreated the cut. menus from the bar, <laughs> which was Damn. amazing. That's hard. Uh, Three's Company. You know, gospel. There was a few Chrissies yeah. and Janets. So. Uh, and it was it was just a fun group, and it was really funny walking through, and people would be like, "Oh my God, Ropers!" And then, "Oh my God, they keep going." To what are they dressed up as? <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean that's a that's a deep cut for some people, yeah. right? Like that's right. a that that's not really something that I think oh, yeah. is relevant. My, that just came out because was, right uh, the the the, kind of the landlady from Kung Fu Hustle, and we 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 pulled her in with us. <laughs> to do the rope. Oh, that was a good one. 
Um, I mean, obviously, the the most popular cosplay, without a doubt, was Barbie. Uh, yeah, we we, we uh, co-opted Hi Barbie. So how they were all Hi Barbie <laughs> Sunday I, night, we were all Hi Helen, Hi Helen, Hi Helen, Hi Helen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hi Barbie, Hey Barbie, Hi Ken was like the most popular thing I think said in any yes. uh, well, group plus, or by anybody at Dragon had Con awesome this year. Meetups. I filmed one where they a group of them yeah. were recreating the beach scene in the lobby of the Hyatt and and wow. playing the uh, push song. And singing along yeah, awesome. where all the Barbies were oh, rotating yeah. and to each kin and yeah. I, I may have been in there with you actually because oh, I yeah? saw the same thing. Yeah, that was the first photo shoot that, that was the first thing I did when I at Dragon Con um, I, on I, Friday and it was massive. Yeah. I, I, I will have to say that uh, you know, as far as the whole uh Barbenheimer thing goes, uh Barbie was huge at Dragon. Not too many Oppenheimers. I actually saw one picture of somebody who dressed as Oppenheimer, but that was it. Like that, there were. Oh, I saw. So now, I counted at least ten Barbieheimers. Yeah, oh, Barbie I was just about together. to say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No mashups. Yeah, yeah they mashups. Had a right? lot of mashups. Yeah, and and That's not awesome. just the shirt that Spin made to sell. Mm-mm. Right. Although and, I yeah, did see man, that a lot. His stuff is. Yeah. Yeah, his stuff was everywhere. Uh, my favorite photo, I think, from the whole weekend was the Superman Phantom Zone villains trapped in a Barbie box. Uh, that was yeah, pretty awesome. that, that was, was I think everywhere. that yeah. <laughs> went viral. I saw that everywhere. Yeah, that was that was pretty. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, um, well, we'll let everybody know, like at the end when we're exiting, like where people can find you guys and and where the content that you did, you know, all that stuff that you did, the pictures and the. And the interviews and everything, Jen, and, and all your pictures and where people can go to Channing. So um, the only other things that I, I really wanted to mention before we get out of here is uh, one of the last panels that I did uh, on Monday was in the American Classic Sci-Fi track room. And they usually do a panel. I guess for the last few years, they've done a panel, their last panel on Monday, and it's called Tales of Dragon Con. And this mm-hmm. year they decided to tie that in. Because a lot of people from like who are associated with the room or whatever uh, come in and just talk about their weekend, talk about past Dragon Cons, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and so this this year, because of the book that uh, I've been working on, um, they decided to tie that in. So a lot of the people contributed to the Dragon Tales book, uh, which will be out by the end of this month. Um, uh, that, uh, that a lot of people were there uh, who contributed to that. Um, and, uh, you know, we were able to, uh, pay tribute, not just to the Tom, who's, uh, the book is in honor of, as well as Darren. So there's the cover of the book for those people who are watching. Um, and, uh, Darren's presence was, uh, I, I missed him greatly this year. This is the first convention, uh, the first uh, event uh, that I've been to without, without Darren and the first dragon con. And, uh, like I said, he was, he was really, uh, we paid tribute to him during that panel, uh, during the super friends panel. I kept thinking about him as well. Uh, other people did tributes to him throughout the weekend. I know at the, the, the rainbow party, uh, they had a tribute to him as well. And so, uh, yeah, I just, uh, obviously we can't, we can't let this go without, you know, this episode go without, uh, I like to think that he was there in spirit and, uh, and probably the most touching moment of the entire weekend came to me at the very end of that Tales of Dragon Con panel 
when the last person who spoke about their experience at DragonCon was a couple, an elderly couple. I say elderly, they're, but they're probably my age. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they were in the front row. And uh, this woman had uh, told a, a story about how, uh, actually, a, the truth that she had, uh, they had lost their son during DragonCon weekend. Not that he was at DragonCon, but a few years ago at Dragon, during Dragon, like that weekend, Labor Day weekend. Oh, no. And the following year, they were trying to figure out a way to honor him, uh, the, 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 the anniversary of his death. So they decided to go to DragonCon because he liked to go to DragonCon. And they went to Dragon Con. They experienced Dragon Con for themselves. And when they saw the craziness that goes on that weekend, and on Monday when they were getting ready to leave, the uh, the mother uh, turned to the uh, her husband and said, "Like, so, so, what do you think?" And he's like, "I can't wait to do it again next year." Mm. That's they nice. they That's were sweet. and they've been coming ever since. Uh, the way people can discover Dragon Con to me, like I said, is such an interesting thing. And that is such a moving story. Um, and uh, it, it perfectly encapsulates, like, you know, as much as I miss Darren mm-hmm. uh, doing the show, being at Dragon Con, I mean, I, I feel him at Dragon Con. I feel his presence at Dragon Con. I feel it when we do this show. So uh, yeah. it's been it's been a rough year. And a credit to you guys for for maintaining everything with uh with the with the show as well um so yes so we dedicate this whole season i dedicated my you know my dragon con experience this whole season of the dragon con report to darren and uh, of course he will be in our thoughts going forward as we get to ready to do our 2024 dragon con report which we will start in january we will have the next few months off while we uh prepare um so yeah we're, we're getting ready to close out the show. But before we close out this episode of the 2023 Dragon Con Report, I also want to read this comment that we got. Uh, we got this email from Blake Smith, who said, uh, let me just say this. Thank you so much for the podcast and Facebook page. This will be my fifth year volunteering and attending Dragon Con. And this group's page, this group's page, podcast, and Discord has lowered my anxiety so much this time around. The enthusiasm, inclusivity, and attention to detail has greatly improved my desire and love for this con. Over the years, I have really been left out in the dark about the activities that weren't quote-unquote Dragon Con official, which had uh, which had completely limited my ability to attend events that I always saw but never got a chance to see, join, or contribute. I always either heard stories, the event was over, or I was that spectator saying, who are those people and what are they doing? Looks fun, though. The, drag, the podcast and the interviews were the best informative sessions and the organization of the list on and off the record events, um, record events that you guys do, uh, Jen, are great and helpful. Thank you, guys. See you at the con. Keep up the great work. Uh, I need this. Happy con. And I give it five stars. So that, that means a lot to me. And hopefully we're going to keep that kind of thing going into the next year. Um, so... Uh, I think I would really, be yelled really... at if I stopped the list. <laughs> Don't press that out. While we were yeah, in, you definitely would while be. We were, yeah. like, while we were in, people like, hey, hey, what is, we, we need that list. Where's that yeah, information? Well, shockingly, while we were at Con, we had 7,000 members. 
it's amazing. Wow, yeah, that's good. Um, our our numbers skyrocketed as well versus on, mm-hmm. on Instagram, on Facebook, on everything that we were doing as well. Uh, I try to keep up with all and on Instagram. I try to keep up and on Facebook, try to keep up with all the announcements that people are making both officially and unofficially, all the vendors, all the artists yeah. where you can find them, what they've got, what they're, you know, everything like that. Who's going to be performing at the burlesque show. Who's going to be at this party. Who's going to be at that party. It is insane. Um, how many, how much stuff is happening and it's hard to keep track of. We, we only get to a fraction of it. Um, right. so we appreciate everybody who uh who helps us out with the our efforts and going forward we're going to try to you know try to do better uh and and see if we can cover even more of the con so we definitely mm-hmm. want people's ideas suggestions what we can do what they want to see who we want to who we should talk to we had a great season this year we got to talk to rachel reeves who turns out now is one of the like leading <laughs> yeah. people behind dragon god right. like i mean that that it doesn't get any bigger than that uh, and we, and, had, uh, we had sven on and yeah we and like, we had sven on too yeah. i definitely want to make that a yearly yeah. thing like he's gotta yeah. he's gotta come back next year uh, all the djs um, who joined us all the djs time. that yeah. was yeah that yeah. was a great one yeah absolutely the djs and and everything else so uh we definitely look forward to uh a new year a new season and like i said it's going to be in january um so we we really do appreciate it so um big shout out to everybody who's listening everybody who came up to us uh, all those people who's watching us who, who came up to us at dragon con we love you guys um, even if you didn't come up to us, we still love you. <laughs> and, don't, uh, and, 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 you know, if you see us next year, don't be scared. No, yeah. don't be, yeah. don't be shy. Don't be shy. Yeah. We're normal uh, people. I only charge $10 for photos. We're just regular people. <laughs> Careful, Channing. Somebody's going to take you seriously and you're going to lose your badge. <laughs> Point. So, so as we head out of here, big shout out to our station crew, Channing. Thanks so much. This has been your first year with us, but man, it's been amazing having you join us uh, here on the on the podcast. Thank you. I've loved it. Thank you all for welcoming me into this little dysfunctional family. Um, and I just got to say, both those stories you told, Mike. It backs up what I always tell people. Dragon Con is more than people in spandex. It is, it's, it's, it's its own little family. It's its own little world. And the amount of care and love that people have for each other there is just amazing. You could go for just that and still have a great time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, let's do what we can to keep that Dragon Con feeling all year round, right? Yes, indeed. Uh, even on the months where we're not recording, uh, right. <laughs> um, where can people find you, see all the pictures, see everything that you're doing in the meantime, where can people go online to, to, to say howdy and get their Channing fix? <laughs> Your Channing fix. I need to see if I can get that. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Channing Sherman, just my first name and my last name. Um, I've got a couple of small galleries on Google photos and i will have links to it on all of those channels and also don't forget to look for my group black geeks of dragon con we had a huge shoot this year and we had a panel about our group um was a lot of fun and we'll be going year round and as always it is not a protest it's a party absolutely absolutely 
And Jen, thank you. I, I know I said that uh, we try to make it easy on you, and I'm sorry we've gone <laughs> as long as we have tonight, but it, it's, well, it's kind of hard to a, wrap this all I up, right? I had a few people from the comments who were actually, you know, friends with me online who were messaging like, what do you keep doing when you duck off camera? It's like, <laughs> I'm coughing my ass off and sneezing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm muting so nobody hears it or sees it. Uh, so. But uh, yeah, you can find me uh, a few places online on Instagram. I'm at Lil Bit Odd, and uh, that might be my TikTok name. I don't know. I haven't signed in my TikTok in a while. I have no idea uh, what that is. And uh, I run the and the main host, runner, creator of the Dragon Con parties, meetups, and more group. We have a Facebook group and a Discord, active in there pretty much every day. Um, I'm also a little bit little bit or a little bit odd on discord uh i'm in eight different DragonCon related discords so i'm pretty easy to find uh all my coverage from DragonCon this year should be up on the eso network website hopefully by next week um i've been sleeping a lot uh so i have not really been able to get up my my coverage yet uh but it will be up before the end of the month uh and i'll have uh recaps for for each day as well as uh, my interview coverage on there soon and when that goes live that will be posted uh all over the ESO network uh main website at esonetwork.com as well as links to it will be posted in the Facebook groups awesome awesome thank you for all of that we really do appreciate it um i can be found on the earth station 1 podcast every week uh, so that's, uh, we, we do movie reviews, TV reviews, reviews of other, like, you know, comics, books, everything like discussions. We do all sorts of pop culture talk on that show. So, uh, you can find me there on video on YouTube, as well as, uh, the audio version is still available as well. So that's every week. You can also find me on Earth Station Who every other week, um, where we talk about Doctor Who. So that's always exciting and fun to do. Um, also I've got a few books that are, um, that are this close to being finished. So, uh, look for some notices about all of those, uh, coming up pretty soon as well. You can follow me on Instagram as well as, uh, most of, most everything else. Uh, my handle is always new legend Mike. So look that, look me up that way. Um, and please feel free to reach out. Um, certainly reach out to us, um, and, and let us know, uh, again, if you have any ideas for the show, any questions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, of course, we can't get out of here without thanking Director Faber for working his magic for behind the scenes all all year long. We really, really, really do appreciate it. And uh, we try to cover all we can with these episodes. But to keep up with the latest news, please check out the official DragonCon website, social media outlets, including Facebook, Instagram, Discord, et cetera, et cetera. All the fan tracks are active on Facebook groups and social media as well. Hey, if you want to let Dragon Con, that spirit continue, go on to the fan tracks groups and, and reach out to the fan uh, tracks because they are, a lot of them are active all year Especially round. the digital media track. It's yeah. the, the digital media yeah. track is, the American classic sci-fi track is, a lot of them are. So you can keep that spirit going. Um, there's great communities there. They're very inclusive. Um, so, so feel free to become a part of them. Uh, and be, you know, we are a proud member of the ESO network. We have two 
Tee Public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including a very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast, the t-shirt, which I'm wearing, yay! Like, uh, saw a few of those this week, the uh, Dragon Con weekend, so uh, I always love seeing that. Uh, there's a link for that in this episode's show notes and at the top of the ESO Network page. We also have a patron, so thank you, patrons, for all your support. We really do appreciate it. Whether you're watching or listening to us, please help support our show with a like and a share. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Again, we are not in the DragonCon app. So there's still time for you to vote on official things that happened at the DragonCon. So if I think you have till October 1st. Is that correct? Yeah. So you have till the end yeah. of the month. You can still give panels five stars. You can still give all events. And you can still put comments on there on what you want to see and what you may don't want to see, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So panels, uh, photo shoots, and parties. So, but, you know, Absolutely. Be, be constructive. Don't just say you don't like something. Say, tell them why yeah. you don't like it or tell them Absolutely. why you do like something. So, and yes. if you use the fast pass this year, please add that as part of your review yes. to whatever panel Absolutely. you or workshop you used it for so that they, so that they know that people liked it. Yep. And uh, direct feedback for and comments for us, please feel free to email us at feedback at dragonconreport.com or reach out to us. Now, we will probably be a little asleep uh, for the next three months. So while we prep up for next year, so if we're not like, you know, if we don't get to you right away, uh, you know, uh, please don't be insulted. But uh, yeah, we are going to take things a little easier while we try to figure out what how we can bring you the show next year and what things we can change and how we can make it better for you. So. I, I thank everyone for joining us uh, this year. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an absolute blast. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and uh, take care, stay safe, and we look forward to seeing you all at the con in 2024. Yes, indeed. Bye. Later, folks. broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.